Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Oh, full throttle ahead on today's edition of Football Full Circle. Joe Lisi and George Kurtz kicking around all things NFL, college, USFL, right here on the Sports Grid Radio Network, Sirius Channel 159. Some news and notes around the league right now. In August, the Hall of Fame game will feature Oakland, excuse me, Las Vegas, the Las Vegas Raiders and new head coach Josh McDaniels taking on Doug Peterson and the Jacksonville Jaguars. Jacksonville right now. On FanDuel, a hundred to one shot to win the Super Bowl. You look at Las Vegas; they're a fifty to one shot to win it all this year. Will Derek Carr and the crew bounce back? They did make it to the playoffs, lost to Joe Burrow in the wild card game. But George, I don't know if you saw the survey and the and the study that came out. A record number, two hundred eight million people watched the Super Bowl this past February. I mean, that's a record number. The product is growing. More eyes on on the NFL and these players. That can only mean one thing: expansion, possibly, maybe even a Europe. Yeah, I don't know if we're ever going to see expansion to Europe. That that seems to be crazy. They, that that team would be at a major disadvantage. I mean, are you going to have a European division? Right, because that seems to be the only way to make that work, or else that team. Right now, the NFL believes, right, that if you play a game in England, that you get the next. You need a bye week the next week, right, because of uh, you know travel time, uh, also the time change and all that. Well, you're not going to give every team a bye week after every game on a European team, right? It's not going to be a 30 week season for them. So how does that make sense? You're going back against what you said, NFL. Now, granted, they do this all the time. They say one thing, do another. But, I mean, seriously, doesn't that, wouldn't that be interesting? They, they believe if you play a game, you know, in England, you know, on Sunday, you get the next week off. You know, recover your body, recovers the time change, all the travel, especially if you're a West Coast team. You know, if you're, you're four months of Raiders going out there, I don't know, what is that, 10, 12-hour trip, you know, on, on a plane? So you get the next week off, so you have plenty of time to recover. Well, you know, if you got the London, you know, I don't know, London Loch Ness Monsters out there, the, the monsters aren't going to get. You know, a week off every every game, only eight, nine road games, not going to happen. So I find it's very intriguing. And by the way, what players would want to be uh, home, their home team, uh, be living in London or Germany? You know, wherever, wherever this home team is, what players are going to want to live there and uproot their families? So, no, I don't think this will ever come to fruition. Didn't they try to do this experiment with the NFL Europe back in the day, in the early part of the decade, right, in, in terms of sending almost like a developmental league? And, and it had legs to a degree, but in the end, it, it failed and, and didn't really 
I, I want to say kickstart the league or take it to the next level as they thought it would. Now, we've seen the, the fans turn out for the London games. I talked about it yesterday where Tampa Bay will play the first game in Germany. But at the end of the day, I mean, you know, are, are the Europe fans and the fans abroad going to buy into the NFL product as much as, as the game of soccer? That's the biggest thing, I mean, that I see. You know, from it's good maybe once, but in terms of the consistency, the more you do it, it gets watered down and it won't have maybe the bang for the buck that the NFL is looking for. I, I think that's the downside. It, yeah, they'll show out for one event or maybe two but outside of that, expecting long-term longevity out of the NFL, especially when you have cities within within the borders here that that obviously don't have football. So why not try to put it into a, maybe a, a, an Alabama or a Birmingham where they have the XFL or the USFL? Why not try that first? I mean, wh- what's the mindset there? I agree. I, I like what you're saying. I agree. Once again, you would try uh, cities here. But let's say you want to go international. Wouldn't you go Canada first? You know, Montreal, Toronto, maybe uh, Mexico City. Wouldn't that make more sense first? You try that and see if that can be sustained before you worry about going overseas. Now, listen, I'll give, I'll, I'll say this. I would assume the NFL would do all sorts of marketing, uh, you know, analysis and statistics to find out if they truly believe it would work here. But I, I, as you said, they've already sort of tried it. The NFL Europe, that failed. You know, I thought it was a great idea, by the way, because, once again, I think the NFL does need – I don't want to call it a sister league, but sort of a minor league, which maybe the USFL ends up being or whatever they're calling the, uh, the other league uh, that the Rock is involved in. And, you know, just sort of develop coaches, develop players, and I think that'd be great. Uh, they'd be a very smart thing uh, to get involved with there. But I, I just don't see a team, an actual team, yeah, it's going to be in the NFC North or whatever, playing in Europe and how it's going to survive. Plus, when you need a second team, too, where was that team going to play? You know, you have one in England, one in Germany, uh, one in, you know, I just I don't think it'll, I just don't think it would work for me. I, I think the players wouldn't be happy. Like that would have to be negotiated with CBA, by the way, as well. And good luck getting the players to agree to that. That you're gonna yeah. have what 80 players that are gonna want to live there. And then something wrong with living there, but living there with their families, uprooting, being in another country. But if you got to get back to the United States, you're talking. It's not okay. It's got to drive across the border here. No, you got to get on a plane and you know go across the pond. No, uh, I I have a hard time seeing this ever working. Well, speaking of the uh, developmental league, the USFL, I don't know if you saw, but the original owners and executives from the league back from 1983 to 1985 are suing Fox Sports to halt the launch of the new USFL starting on April 16th. This thing might not get off the ground yet, George. Uh, More lawsuits, more fun stuff. Uh, Unbelievable. Right, I mean, it's really, uh, I haven't read the lawsuits, so I don't know the exact exact particulars of what they're fighting for, but we're a lawsuit society. Yeah, when in doubt, sue. Uh, unreal. When George and I come back, we'll talk about those two teams in the Hall of Fame game, Raiders and Jaguars, coming up next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, 
Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Circle with Joe Lisi and George Kurtz. Back on Football Full Circle, Joe Lisi, George Kurtz breaking down both teams that are playing in the Hall of Fame game. If you want to talk... NFL, college, USFL, give us a call, 844-843-6879, 844-843-6879. We'll turn our attention shortly to the Raiders and Jaguars, but let's bring in our producer, Andrew Torres. Let's let's get his take about potentially the NFL expanding into Europe. What do you think, Andrew, about a team maybe in the future in Germany or, or London? That's too much. It's like 3,000 miles away. You know, much, you know how much it'll cost just for airfare and stuff like that? But, no, I agree with George. I think starting something in Canada, like the NHL obviously has teams in Canada. Major League Baseball has a team in Canada. Major League Soccer is connected with teams in Canada and Mexico. So start in this same hemisphere, and then you can kind of work from there. I understand they want to build the brand and they want to build the game of football internationally. But um, soccer is really big, obviously. Cricket, surprising, well, surprisingly here in America. But cricket's number two in the world. So you're going up against already established sports. So I think if you really want to try to branch out and do some stuff, internationally start closer to home and then you can kind of branch out and do something else yeah that's a great point i mean we'll see how it plays out with the game in germany tampa bay will be the first uh, nfl team to travel to germany to play their game will tom brady be under center will it be kyle trask will it be blaine gabbard i mean i think the nfl would love tom brady under center for that ball game but we'll see how it plays out later in the year let's talk about the raiders and Jaguars, George, both of these teams, long shots to win the Super Bowl, have first-year head coaches, but have been in the league for a period of time. Josh McDaniels, the former head coach of the Denver Broncos, offensive coordinator for the New England Patriots. I want to ask you this about McDaniels. You think he's a little overrated in the sense of, you know, New England's offense outside of Tom Brady, not world beaters, right? I mean, the potential, and when you look at the wide receivers that they drafted when he was there just over the last three or four years, uh, not really, uh, you know, uh, great elite wideouts, especially Nikhil Harry, that didn't live up to expectations in year number two. So can we expect him to take Derek Carr and that offense to the next level? Because I really don't think it's the offense that has issues. I think for the Raiders to take the next step, that defense, especially in the secondary, needs to get better. Well, first off, it's uh, I guess Andrew's not doing a good job today because he was no longer the great producer, Andrew Torres. It was just, just Andrew Torres today. Sorry, Andrew. You got to do a little better there. Uh, as for the Raiders, uh, you think of the Raiders. I think you, you're sort of hitting on something here with Josh McDaniels. Because what was going on between Brady, you know, the Brady Belichick thing? We were trying to figure out, always Brady. Uh, the reason they won the uh, the Super Bowl was always a Belichick. It was always the big thing when he left, right? Well, McDaniel sort of got a pass on all this. You know, uh, was McDaniel the one who was the great offensive coordinator? Or was it because he had Brady? Why didn't we play this? We didn't play this up really at all. 
So I think you're sort of hitting on something here that maybe McDaniels is a little overrated. Maybe, uh, sure, I could be a great OC too if I had Tom Brady. You know what most people believe is uh, the greatest quarterback of all time. So sure, yeah, I think you got something here. Now this is not a listen. McDaniels may be a very good coordinator. You know, we'll see what he can do there. But there's some problems in Vegas, which is sort of where you're going with this, right? Uh, the running game's solid, right? Jacobs, Drake, it's solid, nothing spectacular. Wide receivers took a hit. Yeah, we know they had problems. One guy uh, killed somebody. He's not gonna play with the team anymore. After that, do they have? They don't have a true number one. I like Hunter Renfro as much as the next guy, and he is someone I think McDaniel's will use greatly. All right, I think he'll uh, much get be there. Uh, there West Welker, there Julian Edelman. I think he's gonna catch a truckload of balls next year. But who's gonna be that guy? He's gonna stretch deep into that number one guy. Yeah, they they don't have it. Yeah, so they're gonna either probably draft that guy. Look for it again. Great uh, tight end Darren Waller. So there's pieces there. But the wide receiving group needs help. Right? It, it does yeah. need someone there. It needs that, you know, for lack of a better uh, player, uh, they're Randy Moss. You know, their guy, uh, their big number one here. So uh, I think they'll do some damage. They're in a tough division there. But I like what, uh, what they can do here. Do I think there's going to be some, I uh, can't say the Chiefs offense, the Buffalo Bills up scoring 40 points a game? No, I don't think they're going to be that. But uh, I think they've got room to grow, and we'll see what McDaniels can do with it. Yeah, I, I think when you look at their wide receivers, Zay Jones, Brian Edwards, they're 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 good receivers. They're not elite. Zay Jones is more, and I love Zay Jones in a big spot because to me, he's the guy that comes up with key catches. I love his hands. Great route running ability. Didn't pan out in in Atlanta. Was a former ECU standout. He can he can at times take the top off opposing defenses over the top. They thought that Deshaun Jackson was that guy. I mean, he's an old. I mean, Deshaun Jackson. Why teams continue to buy into this guy? Can't stay healthy. He's fast, and that's it, though. I mean, he's old at this point in his career. Go for another younger guy that can benefit your team. You don't have to pay him. And at the end of the day, maybe you'll get 17 games out of that player. I mean, Deshaun Jackson is is a is just a, a, a he's a, a morsel. I can't even think of the word a morsel of what he was back in his heyday with the Philadelphia Eagles. I, I mean, he, he's he's not the same player. Why why buy in? Because he's fast. You're telling me you can't get a young guy coming out of college that that runs a four 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 three forty, and, and could be with your team two three years. That's the problem I have with the NFL now. With Josh McDaniels, they were basically a run heavy offense, right? It wasn't until the middle of the season that Mac Jones started to develop. So Josh Jacobs. Year one comes out hitting on all cylinders. Year two, minor regression, has some injury issues. What is this offense going to look like? And secondly, that team after Gruden was fired, George, they bought in, right? It was like us versus everyone else. Nobody thought that they could make it to the playoffs. We're going to take that and play with that chip on our shoulder. They don't have that anymore. So now when you go up against Justin Herbert and you go up against Pat Mahomes and whoever Denver has under center, it's going to be a lot difficult to really refuel that intensity that the Raiders had last year. Oh, listen, I, I think the Raiders made a mistake. And not, this is really not a knock against McDaniel. I'm not going that uh, direction. But I think they made a mistake and not keeping Passaccia because of what you just said. All the, all the garbage they went through last year. Right, Ruggs, Gruden. Uh, for Versace to take over that team and get them to play hard, make the playoffs, what a great job. I don't get rid of that coach. That, that coach got the players to play for him. I'm, I'm keeping them. Uh, there's no way I would have gone, moved on from there. I just wouldn't have. Like I said, now they, they have some issues. Uh, they play in 
what's kind of the, uh, the best division in football, right? You got Mahomes, you got to worry about. Uh, you got uh, the Denver Broncos, who we think are just a quarterback away, and they will get an upgraded quarterback. We just don't know who it's going to be. We can debate that all, uh, you know, pretty much all season long until it happens here. And of course, Herbert and uh, the Chargers. So they, they've they've got a tough division, you know, to uh, to make uh, noise there. They could be they could be a better team than last year and not make the playoffs. That wouldn't shock me at all here. You know, now what they're going to do in the draft, I think, is going to be interesting. I think a lot of us. Are, I don't want to say assume they're going to go for a wide receiver. I think it'll be top uh, on top of their list, but they have other needs as well. You know, the offensive line, defense, uh, linebacker they could certainly use there. So uh, I'm I'm as curious about the Raiders as, any of it, uh, as anyone else because I think, uh, once again, there is more room for improvement here. Where we could see – I'm not going to say a dramatic uh, change here. Where, oh, they'll be bad, much better than they were last year, and I don't think they'll be much worse than they uh, will be uh, were last year. But I, I, I do wonder how McDaniels will do. You know, failed in Denver originally. Goes back to the AFC West. You know, I'm curious. And are you sold? I mean, are you truly sold that Derek Carr is indeed a top 10 NFL quarterback? Uh, I He showed me something, George, last year. The kid stepped up. The kid took the team on his shoulders. He, he proved that he's a leader. I like the way he played last last year in a big way and down the stretch. I actually thought he played very well against Cincinnati. You know, had his team in a position to pull that ball game out. Can't get it done with the final nine yards. So, I, I you know what? Top 10? Yeah, I think he's right on the cusp. I think he's on the cusp, and that's why I buy into them. And Max Crosby could take the next step with that defense. They are legit. I have problems with McDaniels, though. I really do. I don't know if this team is going to be much better. There are 25 to one shot on FanDuel to win the AFC. When we come back, we'll break down Doug Peterson and the Jaguars coming up next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Circle with Joe Lisi and George Kurtz. Continuing the conversation about Derek Carr, is he a top 10 quarterback or not? In the break, George and I broke down every quarterback, basically, top 15. And we got into a little bit of a discussion about putting Kyler Murray in the top 10. And I don't know if I could do that. And George said, from the mobility alone, and I would disagree. I would disagree. I'll tell you what, if we're talking Kyler Murray, we're talking Derek Carr, I don't care that Derek Carr is not mobile. Derek Carr proved something to me last year, getting his team into the playoffs when Gruden was fired. The kid's gutty. He's blue-collar. That's enough for me. 
I can't I can't buy into Kyler Murray after last year, George. I know he, he hit the ground running, was one of the best quarterbacks in the first half of the year, but judging from that playoff loss to Matt Stafford and the Los Angeles Rams defense, they abused him. They made him look one-dimensional, deer in the headlights. Tell me why you're in love with Kyler Murray over Derek Carr, baby. No, we didn't say in love. The thing is, is Kyler Murray a top-10 quarterback? And he is. And once again, who are you taking out there? Kyler Murray, uh, he had, I'm not going to, uh, certainly not going to nail him over one bad game. Yes, it was a playoff game, and yes, it was ugly. Uh, it's no doubt he was he was horrific. No, I can't defend that. And I'm not, I said, I'm not a huge Kyler Murray fan. I'm not putting him top five here. But say he's not a top ten, and I'm taking him over Derek Carr. He had a good year uh, with you know the weapons. Were, he didn't have Hopkins all season long. He was playing with Christian Kirk, age, then an aging AJ Green. You know, he was better when Zach Ertz got there for. Uh, the tight end, the running backs seem to get hurt every other week here. So I have easily taken Kyler Murray. I want the. I am a big believer in this day and age. You ha, your quarterback has to be mobile. You probably don't need to be as mobile as Lamar Jackson or Kyler Murray for that matter. But you need to have a mobile quarterback so he can get out of the pocket, get away from the rush, and can do damage with his legs. You probably need to be at least what Doug, uh, what Dak Prescott should be. You know, maybe at least what Daniel Jones uh, can do. Uh, get out of the pocket there. So for me, this is not even a contest here. Uh, not even All a right. contest that I would have Murray over uh, Carr. I, I would have Murray probably, uh, I mean, it's close. I, mean, I think I'd have Carr at 11, Murray at 8, 9. So, but I would take Murray. Well, yeah, this Murray, is interesting. Yeah. Let's get, I wonder if, if the fans want to chime in, 844-843-6879, 844-843-6879. We talked about the Raiders. They're plus 850, dead last in terms of the AFC West on FanDuel to win the division. Denver's a third. Five to one, followed by Herbert in the second spot, and the Chargers. They're plus three fifty, and obviously the front runner is Mahomes and Andy Reid at minus one forty-five. But if Derek Carr, okay, had DeAndre Hopkins, had Christian Kirk, had Rondell Moore, had AJ Green, you don't think Carr would put up numbers? Look at the wide receivers that he has now. Waller, okay, one of the best tight ends in the game. Hunter Renfro, good, not elite. Zay Jones, Brian Edwards, eh. Deshaun Jackson, eh. I mean. And who does, uh, who does Murray have? The- Wall was better than anybody on Arizona. I mean, right? And Renfro was probably better than anybody on Arizona. I mean, Hopkins is better when DeAndre Hopkins. Didn't Hopkins didn't play most of the year. He played Hopkins eight was games. down most of the year, and he, got, he was hurt. He played eight games, right? But he was hurt from uh, at least three or four of those eight games. He was not the Hopkins was not Hopkins last year. You know, that, once, once you lose your number one guy, and I, and I have no doubt, by the way, and Ruggs, I'm not comparing Ruggs to Hopkins, but once you lose what's supposed to be your number one guy, the offense changes. And it's hard for the quarterback. You're not going to have someone to make up for that. So both guys suffered a loss there. But that offense was supposed to be built around Hopkins. You know, if you want to say, oh, he played eight games, well, he missed nine. <laughs> I mean, he missed half, more than half the season. That changed the offense there. And this, this is not really a knock on Carr, by the way. So I have him mm-hmm. top, uh, top 10, top 12. I would just, uh, but I would, yes, I don't think there's any doubt in my mind. I want Murray over him. I, it's sort of I want that type of quarterback. I said, I want the mobile quarterback. Not that Carr is a statue, by the way. He's not a statue, but he, you know, he got 108 yards rushing last year. Yeah, that's it. 140 is his career high, which he had the year before. Yeah, Derek Carr, to me, is uh, in the same category as he's better than Cousins, a little worse than Stafford, you know, in that, in that, but in that grouping. You know, I think uh, Murray is in the next tier above him. Not massively above him, but above him. Nah, we'll see. I'll tell you who's 
who's not mobile, Doug Peterson, right? Back in his day, he was a statue when he played quarterback. <laughs> All right? Did win the Super Bowl with the Philadelphia Eagles. People believe that it was Frank Reich back there with Nick Foles at the helm. Now he's got Trevor Lawrence. Lawrence did win his last game over Carson Wentz, his former quarterback. He's got a lot to work with right now. You know, Travis Etienne coming off the ACL injury, that should be a benefit to the running game with James Robinson, who I still think is pedestrian. But at the end of the day, can they take the next step, Jacksonville? They're a hundred to one shot to win the Super Bowl. Forget that. We know that's not happening. Can this team get to six or seven wins in year two with Trevor Lawrence at the helm and the tutelage of the former Super Bowl winning head coach, Doug Peterson at the helm? The most important thing for Jacksonville, maybe the only thing that matters for Jacksonville this season, is bringing along Trevor Lawrence, right? I mean, uh, we gotta get, we get, you got to get him on target here. You just got to get him on target, especially when you're not taking a quarterback in this year's draft, right? You got the number one pick again. So you got to bring along Trevor Lawrence. I agree with you about Robinson, uh, pedestrian, average running back. It's really what he is. Nothing special. Uh, they've got decent wide receivers. Chark, assuming he gets healthy. If they keep Marvin Jones, they don't cut him for cap reasons. Uh, I'm not big on your tight ends. Good luck there. You know, I, Dan Arnold, no. You know, so uh, I don't think he, I would like to see Lawrence get some better weapons. You're right about Etienne. Certainly should help. Although we even know Urban Meyer, uh, before Etienne suffered the injury, thought he was going to be more of a third down back. I would have never drafted Etienne in the first round. Not, And it's not really a knock against Etienne. I am with the belief in the NFL you don't draft a running back in the first round unless this guy's a super stud. You know, what Barkley was supposed to be, what Zeke was supposed to be coming out, fine. But neither one of those guys is really going to be that player that, that we thought they were going to be either. You know, Zeke uh, really lost, uh, went downhill real quick, and Barkley got hurt too many times here. So I, think, I just think you go in another direction there. Uh, so I think Jaguars, they're not going to be a playoff team this season. But you could say this team, you know, I would say they might win the Super Bowl if Lawrence is back on track to being that guy. Doesn't matter then if you make the playoffs. You got the franchise quarterback. You can build around that over the next couple of years. I'll tell you this: FanDuel believes they have a shot. They're plus five fifty to win the division. You have Tennessee, the front runner, plus one hundred five. Indy at plus one forty five. I think Indy's in disarray. Love Jonathan Taylor. Love Michael Pittman. But outside of that, you lose your defensive coordinator, Ebert Flus, to the the Bears. That's number one. What are you going to do with Carson Wentz? That's number two. If he's under center, I'm betting against the Indy, Indianapolis Colts because all the guy does is lose. He's not going to get this team into the playoffs. Somehow, some way, he'll blow it. Houston is a 26-to-1 shot with Davis Mills and new head coach Lovey Smith at the helm. They don't have a shot. So it's really going to come down to can Jacksonville, can that defense play like they did against Buffalo, win that ball game 9-6? to Can they take the next step? They're going to have to shut down Taylor and Derrick Henry, right? Those are four games on their schedule. If they can do that, they have a shot. And they match up pretty well against the Colts. They were 15.5-point underdogs, win the ball game outright in, in terms of week number 18. In, on the road in Indianapolis, they were a 10.5-point dog, covered that game. They don't match up well against Tennessee. That's the biggest problem. Now, if they can take the next step from a defensive uh, perspective, maybe split, at 550, those aren't bad odds to pull it out. Uh I'm not backing him on Jacksonville Jaguars to win his division. Uh, and I probably, I pretty much agree with everything you said, by the way. I think they are the third best team in that division, sure. 
You know, we don't know what Houston's going to build, what's going to happen there. But uh, I am surprised it's 550. I don't think that's very good value at all. You know, why aren't they? They probably should be in the four digits, but they should be somewhere around 800, nine. I can't. I just can't believe it's only five and a half to one. Uh, for me, uh, the odds of them winning the division are not good. Uh, Tennessee is the the better team in them. Indianapolis. I think this is a strong word, but I, I lean towards you that they've got some issues here. We don't know what the hell is going to happen with Carson Wentz. And if you do release him or trade him, and by the way, who's trading Carson Wentz? But, well, whatever. If he's not the starting quarterback next year, well, then who is? Right? I mean, if, it's some sh- if they're going with what's on the roster now, we know that's not working. All right? I mean, come on. Ellen, Ellinger, James Morgan, that's not happening. All right, they're not going anywhere with that. And I, I like this Indianapolis team. Yes, they've got some upheaval there, but I think the, the team itself is good. I'm not talking great. I'm talking good. I just certainly think they can compete with Tennessee here, which is why they're plus 145. So, yes, I agree. But, uh, if, except they have nobody at quarterback. If it for giggles here, if it's going to be Ellinger, forget about it. You know, <laughs> I forget, I, there's no way I would ever think Indianapolis wins here. But Jacksonville has a lot of work to be done. Uh, I think, think Peterson, say what yeah. you want about Peterson. He'll get this team as far as coaching back on track, right? Where they'll right. be an NFL team again. So I do like that. But uh, no, just get Lawrence fixed. Get Lawrence fixed, and like I said, that I think you would have you will have hit a home run. Well, the book sort of believes that as well because we talked about the Raiders, we talked about the Jaguars. Raiders are plus eight fifty in their division. They made it to the playoffs as a wild card against uh, Cincinnati. Jacksonville limped to uh, two wins. In 2021, they're plus 550. Andrew, you buying in to new head coach Doug Peterson to turn around the Jacksonville Jaguars and Trevor Lawrence this year? Maybe not. (laughs) Steven, he can't believe it. He's speechless. (laughs) Maybe he can't believe it. So he fell off his his chair there, Andrew, in terms of the Jacksonville Jaguars. All right. This is why he's not a great producer today. No, he's average at best. No, I'm kidding. Let's look at then the situation. I want to talk about this division, NFC South right now, because this this one is up for grabs. When we come back, we'll talk about it. Tampa Bay, the front run is still at plus 145. No Tom Brady's making movies. Where does he go next? Maybe Miami. Did you hear that rumor? We'll break it down coming up next right here on the grid. Keep it where it is. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Football full circle with Joe Lisi and George Kurtz. Continuing the conversation in terms of the preseason odds, we talked about Trevor Lawrence. We talked about Derek Carr. Going to turn our attention to the division that 
really is surprising when you break it down the NFC South right now. Will Tom Brady be under center for Tampa Bay? Or, I don't know if you heard the rumor, George, will he be under center for Miami? Did you hear that? How the situation with Brian Flores actually put a nix with potentially Brady becoming the new quarterback in the Miami Dolphins and owning a portion of the team. Did you read that? I believe that report was per ESPN that once Brian Flores put the lawsuit down, that nixed everything according to Brady's agent. Now, Tampa Bay is still the front runner at plus 145 in the division on FanDuel, followed by the Saints with no Sean Payton. Uh, Allen is there, the new head coach, plus 240. Carolina, plus 350. And Atlanta, dead last with old man Matt Ryan at plus 490. How can you back Tampa Bay right now? How can you put the money down at plus 145, not knowing who's going to be your quarterback and if it's Blaine Gabbert? or even second-year pro Kyle Trask that I actually like. There's no way Tampa Bay, as bad as the division is, is going to come through, especially when Godwin's coming off injury. We don't know what's going on with the defensive side of the ball. Leonard Fournette, is he there? Is he gone? I mean, that's no value at plus 145 without Brady under center. Well, I'll play contrarian here. Uh, I kind of agree with what you said, but I'll play contrarian anyway. Who's winning the division then? All right, because uh, listen, we always look at quarterback first thing, right? You said it. They don't have one. You know, maybe Trask, whatever. They don't have one. Okay, Carolina's got Sam Darnold. Mm, we're not liking that. All right, so New Orleans, uh, Trevor Semyon, Taysom Hill. Uh, that's not very good. And then you get to Matt Ryan at Atlanta. They have the best quarterback by far right now, but the rest of the team is all, you know, hey, you may not have much of a passing game because Ridley wants out. I don't know if uh, Cordero Pass can do the same thing he did last year. Kyle Pitts was good, but not, uh, you know, not a game changer, not yet anyway. So, you know, who? You know, right now, I think if the season started today, I would probably have to bet on Atlanta. I would have to, I would have to bet no. on yeah. Matt Ryan. I, it's oh, the quarterback. No who are you betting no. on? What I would bet on New Orleans. I would be New bet on New Orleans with the yeah, just because I would because the way the defense is built, I okay. know they Good match defense, up well. Uh, uh, so I know they match up. Hang on, that's the question. So I know they match up well against Tampa Bay. They, no matter what, we, even with Brady there, they can contain them. They beat them two yeah, times last year, right? So okay. All things being equal, if I had to go with Winston or Hill or even Trevor Simeon, it's going to be status quo as to what I had last year, right? So you got to figure, even if you split both of those games, well, it's not going to be now quo. you got we, we don't know what's going on with Kamara. He won't be there. Okay, he'll be suspended yeah, for but these we think Michael Thomas will be there. No, now that Allen's there, they is he just, that? Guy? They Do we just, care? They just is he that guy anymore? Is he that guy? He'll be there. You're right. They tweaked this deal so he's not going anywhere. Once they did that, they, that pretty much told you, but. Is he that guy anymore without Drew Brees? You know, does he really want to play? I don't. He didn't want to play football last year. Now maybe that's because he didn't want to be there with Sean Payton. There was friction there, but I don't know if he's that great receiver with these quarterbacks. And by the way, if you're telling me Winston's going to be with New Orleans, that's I'm not giving you Winston. If you're telling me that, that that changes this. I'm saying it's Hill or Simeon. Winston's a free agent. I don't know if he's going back there. You know, if it's Winston, I will change my opinion. Then I will agree with you. And you give me any decent quarterback. Like I said, the first team. Out of Carolina, New Orleans, and Tampa Bay that signs a livable quarterback, yeah, they're, they're the favorite. And I do include Carolina in this, assuming it's not more than one team. If it's two teams, then Carolina's not the favorite because I'll go with the other team that gets uh, the, uh, has the better quarterback. But uh, I'm, not, I'm saying it's, it's, uh, it's pretty much Taysom Hill here. 
and no Kamara. And I don't know what Thomas we... is going to do. Okay, so best offensive line we would think is Tampa Bay, right? But I'm not so sure. They lost a the guy. What is it anymore? Pat uh, just retired. They, they're losing guys left and right. Well, let me ask you this, though. Uh, which team, because here's the thing, and I'm, I'm splitting hairs between the Saints and Buccaneers, and obviously the situation of Kamara hurts. We don't know about that. Best running game, though, due to the offensive line, has to be Tampa Bay. That could carry a quarterback. But, but they, have no, so they have no running backs. Left. Well, that's the question as well. You got Keyshawn Vaughn. He showed a little. Right, that's Keyshawn Vaughn. Well, Keyshawn Vaughn, Rojo. Rojo would like to be gone too. So, which one do you think stays out of Fournette and Rojo? You got you got to resign one, right? I don't think Rojo wants to be there because you know they really haven't given him a chance. I'll say Fournette. You know, if I had to choose between one of those two, I don't say there's any kind of confidence. It wouldn't shock me if they lose both and maybe draft another one. You know, they can go that direction as well, especially when you're going to resign Godwin. You're going to have some cap issues here. You're going to go with a big name quarterback as well. Give me Fournette, but I say that with no amount of confidence. I think Rojo is gone. I would say if I had a bet right now, it's New Orleans. And then my second bet would be Carolina, plus 350, even though I can't stand Sam Darnold. I don't think he's going to be the quarterback at Carolina. I think Matt Rule is under pressure, year number three. He needs to step up. He's going to find himself a quarterback. And I do not think it's going to be Sam Darnold. So I buy into the Carolina defense a little bit more this year now. Derek Brown, J.C. Horn, J.C. Horn was hurt. He comes back. If he could play 15 games this year, that defense to me would be much better. I cannot bet on Matt Ryan. That he is going to get hit a thousand times. He could uh, he could just deteriorate over the course of an eight game, the last eight games of the year. Might fall off a cliff, especially if he's getting sacked early and often. And I'm not buying into old man Corderell Patterson to lead this team for a running game. You know, Kyle Pitts is great. What's the situation with Ridley? Is is he all in now? You know, are, are we 100% sure about that? Because without Calvin Ridley in that lineup, there's no way Atlanta's going to challenge for a division title. I'm going to say Atlanta challenges right now as things stand right now. And once again, that's what Sam Darnold called quarterback in Carolina, uh, Taysom Hill or Trevor Semyon in New Orleans, and, uh, you know, Trask or Gabbert and Tampa Bay. As of right now, I, I, I'll say this again. If any of those teams adds a legitimate quarterback, they're the, they become the favorite there. Yeah, I, I just think right, that's so how his division's going right now. All right, so let me ask you this. Do you buy into the rumors about Tom Brady potentially, if they can get it done, maybe being, no. being part of the Miami Dolphins? No, I, I think Brady's done. I don't think he's going to Miami. And by the way, uh, I couldn't find a report on ESPN, so it wasn't somebody else that did it. But uh, you cannot own part of a team as part of your, your salary. That would circumvent the salary cap. So that's not going to happen. Uh, I think Miami would do it. I mean, this is part of what happened with Flores, right? I think that's where this report comes from, that Brady apparently was that quarterback uh, that uh, I guess Ross wanted to circumvent the rules, and even if he was still on New England, and Flores wouldn't have it. No, I can't meet with this guy. That's against the NFL rules. He's still on the contract, that sort of thing. Brady was that quarterback. Uh, so no, uh, I think this is all coming from that. I don't think Brady's. I, don't, I think Brady's done. I think he was telling the truth, you know, that the other family wanted him back. He didn't want to play anymore. Blah 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 blah. I think he was going to stay. He would have stayed with Tampa Bay. They still would have had a really good team. You know, I understand Brown's gone, but he had to realize that's not Tampa Bay's fault. It wasn't Arians' fault. Brown imploded twice. All right, so he was going to be gone. He had still been a really good team under him. 
Uh, he's gonna be, now he's an actor now, and oh god, which I think, I think this thing's gonna be a disaster, by the way. Uh, think about this. So no, I think he's done. All right, think about this. He, he gets to square off against Bill Belichick and Mac Jones for two times a year. If he goes to Miami, they're plus five fifty to win the division. Miami just does not. Miami matches up great against New England. They match up terribly in the interior against Buffalo. Buffalo yeah, abuses yeah. them every time. Until they can close that gap, there's no way you could bet Miami to win the division with two at the helm. No way. Josh Allen will eat them for dinner. That, it's just what he does. And that offensive line for Buffalo wears down the front seven of Miami. Miami can never run the football on the front seven of Ed Oliver and that that front seven of, uh, of the Bills. Until that changes, how can you bet Miami at plus 550 to win the division? I will say, if Brady's there, then that's a game changer because then I think all the players will buy in. He'll find a way to get the football deep to Jalen Waddell, not on eight-yard slants like Tua does each and every week. Oh, yeah. Listen, I think if Miami had a legitimate quarterback, uh, ah, it's probably the wrong word there, a better quarterback. I think Tua still has a lot of learning to do uh, to be that guy. He may end up being something in another season or two once he has more seasoning, more experience here, but he's not there yet. Because Miami Miami's a good team. Uh, they have the weapons here. I like that wide receiver's Waddle Parker. I don't know. We're going to count Fuller there. He could be gone as well. Kasicki's a decent tight end. They do need a legitimate running back. Uh, they've been ignoring this for years now. For whatever reason, they keep ignoring this. I think that would help Tua as well as it would any real uh, quarterback. And maybe they work on that. The offensive line needs help as well. The defense, I think, is uh, actually there now. Uh, you know, once again, a couple additions here and there, you'll be even better. But, yeah, I don't see them challenging Buffalo. I don't. I do think they're in some, and pretty much in New England's class. They're all better than the Jets. So uh, I think they're, right now, Miami, as currently constructed, is a uh, possible 6 7 wild card. You got to compete with those teams. The it won't guys. be easy, mind you, because they got uh, to deal with the Patriots, I think the Colts, and all the teams in the West and the uh, North. Now let's get the young guy's take on this. Uh, our great producer, we'll give him a second shot. Andrew, you think Tom Brady's going to be under center for another team this year? He's 0 for 2. The kid is 0 for 2. I can't, I can't, I can't do it anymore. You, you, you just got kind of stunned. Stunned that you brought this I need, up. I, I, need the, I need the closer. Give me a closer. Can I get a closer? Where, where's the wild thing? He's worried about his Steelers. He's come. worried about who his Steelers are going to get a quarterback, right? Unbelievable. That's who he's worried about. Can All Brady right, play so... for the Steelers? <laughs> no shot. I'll bet on that right now. No shot. I do think that the best quarterback for the Steelers is Aaron Rodgers. Throw a ton of money at him. You have a shot. The guy's not going to be afraid of the cold weather. I'll tell you that right now. Steelers, you know, it, it is intriguing when you look at the Steelers in terms of the AFC North. Baltimore plus 185, Steelers 5 to 1 to win the division. And they're a 50 to 1 shot to win the Super Bowl. Something's off because 5 to 1, division's winnable for Pittsburgh. Outside of Carson Wentz, even if they got Garoppolo, you want to throw the only quarterback. If they had Teddy Bridgewater, I think they could win the division, Pittsburgh. How about that? I don't because the quarterback's not the only problem there. If you had Aaron Rodgers, it's different. All right, because you're talking about an old world quarterback. But uh, in your, your regular Garoppolo, average guy, no. I don't think they can win the division uh, because Roethlisberger wasn't, wasn't the only problem. 
Running game's great. Offensive line was so-so. And they, that team couldn't stop – that team couldn't stop you or I if we were running the football, right? We're getting 80 yards a game. So they have issues there. They have cap problems. Whatever quarterback – they do get a legitimate one's going to add money to the cap, make it more than Roethlisberger right. was. And they got to sign guys in their secondary. And if they want to uh, – they have two starters are, uh, are free agents or need to be re-signed. And Minka is a free agent after this year. And that's going to be mega, mega money to keep him. Yeah, now I did say I was bashing Pittsburgh all season long. I like Teddy Bridgewater. I don't think they're a Super Bowl contender in any way. I actually believe that they don't make the playoffs this year, no matter who they get. If they get Aaron Rodgers, then obviously that's a game changer. But outside of that, any quarterback that they might pick up, I'm with you. Cam Hayward, good player, regressing, not as dominant as they were. I love Minka, but that secondary got abused this year. And when you look at the other quarterbacks that they have in the division, Baltimore with uh, Lamar Jackson and Joe Burrow with Cincinnati. They're going to stress them over the top. The one team I think they they sort of match up well with is Cleveland because Baker Mayfield can't throw the football more than 15 yards uh, last year. Now, we'll see if the shoulder is healed and the shoulder does allow him to go deep without... Jarvis Landry, who potentially could be gone, that's going to be very difficult for the Cleveland Browns, no matter who's at quarterback, to beat Pittsburgh this year. When we come back, we will wrap it up. Joe Lisi and George Kurtz right here on The Grid. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The Full Circle with Joe Lisi and George Kurtz. All right, wrapping up today's show, we covered a lot of divisions left off with the NFC South. Going to turn our attention to the NFC East right now, quickly. Dallas is... The front runner at minus 125, Eagles second at plus 310, Washington and Ron Rivera 5 to 1, and the Giants with new head coach Brian Dable 7 to 1, George. Now, we know that the NFC East, what was it, 2004, every other year somebody wins, right? We yeah, saw. I believe that's the stat, yes. Okay, so two years ago was Washington, last year was Dallas. You got two shots. Eagles plus three ten or Giants seven to one. Where are you going? Uh, I'm going Eagles. Right, I'll give you the Eagles. They made the playoffs last year. You can argue all you want. They shouldn't be a playoff team. Three number one picks this year. If they hit on one or two of them that play well right away, Dallas gonna not gonna be the same team next year. They're gonna have a lot of losses here. Uh, salary cap implications, players they're not going to have this year. Randy Gregory, Demarcus Lawrence, most of their receiving core may not be there. Uh, Gallup's got the ACL, free agent. Cooper, they may have to cut to save his $20 million. So uh, give me the Eagles. I'll take that. I do think the Giants have made the right hire in the bowl, but I don't trust Daniel Jones. Well, to me, 
I, I think the Giants are live at 7-1. to one. As long as Daniel Jones does not play it down uh, during the regular season, I don't care who we get. Can we get somebody else? Give me Jimmy Garoppolo. Give me, give me Russell Wilson. How about that? What if Russell Wilson, dangerous Russ, comes to New York with Brian Dable at the helm? Open it up. Saquon Barkley, huh? Sterling Shepard. What do you think then? Stonehands, Evan Ingram. He's not coming back. Barkley's done. But, yes, if Russell Wilson goes there, then give, give me the Giants, sure. I still think the Giants can pull it out. I, I think they will bring back some offensive schemes. Maybe they can out-scheme some teams, challenge score points. Something that old man Joe Judge failed to do. He's 39 years old. He coached like a 95-year-old man from North Bergen. We'll be here all week. For George Kurtz, our great producer, Andrew Torres, I'm Joe Lisi. Have a great day, everyone. Kevin Walsh, Donnie Wrightside, coming up next. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.